You're listening to It's Not a Show with Terry Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Oh, 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 oh. welcome. Hi there, team. Hey, it's Sarah. And Rance. We're so glad you joined us for It's Not a Show, the non-show that isn't. Yes, the show, the only show that isn't. <laughs> We can't change it. We've already, Tara, we've already made all those dishes. We can't just oh, change yeah. them. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, the only show that isn't. Hey, we're so happy that you're here. We're happy that you're here. Thanks for listening to the past. This is our 13th episode. Is that right? Da-da-na. Oh, man. Episode. I should have thought of some like, spooky questions. For episode this. 13. It's just the thirteenth episode, everyone. Yeah, relax. A number is what what you make of it. This could be our debatable right now. It's like is. Yeah, that should be a great debatable, isn't it? Funny to think that, like, in actual elevators or buildings, they skip the floor for thirteen just because of people being superstitious. Yeah. And that thirteen used to be a number for women, and that's why it's not really in the building. I could go on. Yeah. I could go on. I think they skip it in airplanes too. Like the row. Yeah, which is like, yeah, they definitely... hey, genius, do the math. <laughs> Guess what row 14 is? The 13th row. Just because you don't put a number 13 on it doesn't mean that hey, there's no genius. 13. If you want to satisfy my superstitions, you'll put the row there and you'll tape up the chairs so no one can sit there. Ooh, so that I yeah. know. Oh, like 13 exists, but it's just taped over? Yeah. Oh, you can't yeah, just name it 14 and have it be 14. If the third, if it's indeed the thirteenth row, come on. That is way, way spookier than what you, than what, yeah, than having no thirteen, because then effectively the next row is thirteen, like you're saying. Yeah, same with floor, same with floors in buildings, and I bet, I bet there are some buildings that have specifically built half floors, like in uh, being John Malkovich, that are just like this is the thirteenth floor, but. Nothing goes here. We've s- distinctly set it up to be skipped yeah, and misused. Yeah, yeah. I got curious, Rance, as you were talking about 13, because this is the 13th episode. Hey, this might be the thing we talk about today. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's the 13th episode. And uh, what does the number 13 mean to you? Why is it so scary to people? I think my memory serves. I'm getting out a tarot deck right now. Ooh. Um, I think the 13 is the death card. And I wonder if that's part of... I think it is. It is? Yeah. Okay. That might be part of the lore, you know, is that there's, I wonder if which one came first is what I'm wondering. If it's like the deck yeah. came first or if if uh, 13 was attached to the tarot deck. It's like, why is 13 unlucky? Why is 7 lucky? What you what Tara said, I believe we actually looked into it at some point because we were curious. And what you said was exactly what we found, that it was like, it was the number for women. Death yeah. card. 13. Oh! Death is at our door! Oh! Knock on wood! Throw salt over your shoulder! Uh, Do something! Wowie wow! Yeah, that's like... That's interesting. That's interesting to me. 
Yeah. And I say, let's just keep going with dogs barking because now it's part of the spookiness of episode 13. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was, here's what I think. I, well, you know, like seven and three, like all those numbers that you're saying are lucky are mostly because of this. This My Catholic education tells me this. OK. Uh, that that most of them are biblical, like because of 12, 13s, nines, it's like three, four, nine. Uh, 12 these are all regarded as like biblical numbers right often having to do with like the number of the apostles or the holy trinity or things like that and that's why they're regarded as lucky numbers it's like way back way back stuff dang i i had no idea i had no idea yeah. about that you didn't no i feel i feel good that i brought that to the table i i don't know for sure but i i would i'd put some like hard money on 13 not that first off not that other religions didn't come before Christianity, I think we all know that at this yeah. point. It's like people always talk about how Christianity is fairly new in in the scheme of religion. Um, not however, like not like Scientology new, but still new. No, no. I just mean it's like you know after uh, like lots of other things, uh, yeah. Judeo, Judeo roots and uh, Buddhism and things like that. Anyway, I bet that because thirteen is is so charged. My guess is because there's 12 apostles, and I bet Judas was 13. Oh. I'm going to put some money on it. We're going to look it up after the show. Here's my guess because of what you said about it being women, yeah. that there were 12 apostles and Mary Magdalene was 13. No, Mary Magdalene's not bad luck, though. Judas was the betrayer. That's like the idea, right? Also, I, yeah, it's, it's got to be something bananas like that. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's There were 12 apostles and... Um, on that final supper painting, the pile of bananas is thirteen. Is the thirteen? That's right. And there were thirteen bananas. Little known, little yep. known by biblical scholars. Look, I almost went to theology school. This is something fun to know. I don't know that everyone would know that about me. That's a fun fact. I know. I, I don't think that I knew it until like within <laughs> the last five years. Yeah, I almost. I I went to. I I double majored in college, but I had a real interest in going back to school for. I was either going to become a comedian or a performer and uh, and or become like basically a professor of uh, theology. So I was looking into theology schools, not to be a theologian, or I guess to classically be a theologian and not necessarily like a practicing minister or something like that. I wanted to be like a theologian that taught it as a history class. Yeah. I was curious about that. So, so yeah, I, d I dabble. I, I dabble. dabble. I might be, I might be a minister. I might have a universal uh, life minister license where i can marry people and do stuff like that maybe i dabble i dabble I dabble here's a here's a little known fact about me perhaps pro what? but probably more known than that fact about you what is it uh i i am a hypnotist i've studied hypnotism oh yeah and i say this only because people who are like oh no 13 is unlucky it's there. You you are pretty much making it unlucky the more that you dig in and believe it. One of my favorite things I've done as a hypnotist is a thing I call confidence blast. Oh, I love that. I and love it it's a process that I learned where you can attach good feelings and memories to music, to an object, to whatever. And and it's like I don't have to be like put you in a trance. I was gonna do I was gonna do an example trance, but then I thought I don't even want to risk it putting anyone in a trance listening to this so no 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 someone could be driving but it's a trance-free thing where you're just connecting a memory to uh, an object i could give them little stones and then i play a music and i get messages back all the time of like 
Uptown Funk came on and I felt amazing uh, because this is connected to the song now. Same as like, if you're like, I feel like when I, when I, back in the old days, when I used to go for a jog, if a specific outcast song came on, didn't matter how tired I was, didn't matter how, like whatever, all of a sudden I'd be like fueled mm -hmm. and uh, would run some more. So I specifically would put that song like in the middle of a playlist I made for the run when I knew I'd be tired kick it up a notch that's so that's so smart yeah i love man your confidence blast is like my favorite thing it's such a i wouldn't i mean obviously you have to be licensed uh, as a therapist and and counselor and certain things like that that we we border on the lines of in artistic spaces but man it isn't therapy but it certainly is therapeutic what rance does this like confidence blast workshop and it's so it's so positive it's just like so lovely to see people kind of shaking off bad energy and putting it into something more purposeful. I love that thing. Yeah. Lots of, lots of mind over matter stuff. I really, really love what it meant for. And certainly also clinical therapy that does that, which is really lovely too. Mm. Really lovely. I, wow, this 13 got us to some weird stuff. I'm like also just like on my own fever trail right now, wondering if 13 is much deeper than what I just said, like uh, that it's not Christian roots, but it might be like Norse or like, you know, just old yeah. stuff. I, I feel like it's got to come from somewhere way, way, way before all that. We're going to have to like, just like we did in our last episode, we're going to have to Google it just like we did for white chocolate. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'll tell you what, we Googled it after the episode was over. And I know at one point we're probably going to do a review of these to tell you what we've learned, but we did go deep dive on the white chocolate episode. And I can probably go ahead and share that. We were pretty much on the money about what white chocolate was, which is really exciting. So if you haven't listened to episode 12, I feel good that we made an educated guess at what ch white chocolate was yeah. made out of. And we were, we were pretty close to the source of what it was. Yeah. Like, thank goodness. Very close. And it's still garbage. Still garbage. But right. like now it's confirmed. Confirmed garbage. 100% confirmed garbage. For sure, for sure, for sure. We're selling the people garbage. <laughs> Well, Rance, do you want to get to these debatables that people have submitted? Hey, and by the way, before you even answer that question, if you want to submit to our show, go to It's Not a Show. I said show twice. One of them was a lie. Go to It's Not a Show.com and submit a debatable or some reflection from your own personal life about anything that we've already discussed in the first 12 episodes at the submission form at it's not a show.com. We've gotten all these from friends, fans, and new listeners at that website. And we have, geez, I don't know, we probably have like maybe a collective of about 300 questions that we've, hypotheticals that we've gotten through some of yeah. them. But uh, we got a lot more to go and we can't wait to get new ones because some of them overlap. So like we're always looking for new submissions anyway. So please send them in. And we know that we're in episode 13 now. And uh, you you might, if you're just joining us and you're just, you're just getting in the game mm. and you're like, oh man, uh, they're already the 13, mm. but I just listened to episode two. And I had some thoughts, but they're so beyond it. Like, write, write us because, like, as Tara said, we're going to be doing some recap reviews episodes every so often where oh. we'll dig deep back into things that we left dangling. Yeah, I, 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 we can't leave them dangling, y'all. So please, mm. we're, we welcome we welcome your feedback, especially your personal stories and takes on what your debatables have led you to believe in your own lives. That's what we want. We want those from the listeners. We love the listeners. We all know about charcuterie, but do we know about charcuterie.com? Charcuterie.com is the go-to source for your next event's deliciousness. Whether you select a grazing board or a portable grazing box, or you host a full table takeover for your gathering, 
your guests will be raving about the experience for days afterward. And guess what, Central Ohio? They deliver right to your party, event, or doorstep right here in CBUS. So you can do that right away. Additionally, they like it's not a show, so they gave us a code. If you go to sharecuterie.com and type in code INAS, again, that's code INAS for it's not a show, they'll give you $5 off a grazing board, grazing box, or a full table takeover until October 31st, 2020. Can you believe it? I can't. You should do it. They've been carried at the Nest Theater, as well as the Daily Growler and Noctera Brewing, and you're next. Share Cuterie. Get on board. And now we got to present two new Debatables rants. Are you ready for number one? Ta, 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 ta. <laughs> Copyright material. Copyright material. <laughs> debatable number one. Okay, Debatable number one comes from Brett Hermanson in Madison, Wisconsin. Whoa. And it's a nice soft entry into Debatables today. I would love to talk about this one with you because I don't necessarily know the answer. What is your least favorite color? Oh, this is easy. I hate this color. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make it a not soft entry. What's my least favorite color? Yeah. Wow. I have, I have a gen. I'll start if you're thinking. Yeah, go for it. I have a general. I have a general answer to this. Okay. Let's say tried and true. You're getting crayons out of a box. Oh. And like your you're uh you're looking for like oh no thanks i don't want these easy easy no go for me is pastels so like i generally just don't like pastel colors like i really really light pink uh like or 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 even i'll be honest even like a hot pink not my favorite um not my favorite like a really really soft butter yellow not my favorite Mm. that like horrible baby blue definitely not my Mm. favorite that all being said, this is crayons in a crayon box, not colors in a sunset. It's so what's like, it's what's in a what box? Crayons in a crayon box. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Correctly said. Uh, but if I was looking at a sky and those colors were there, it'd be fine. So for me, it's context, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I'd love to see a beautiful pastel sunset or sunrise, but I don't want to wear pastel clothing. It makes me feel like hyper feminine. I don't like the way that I feel in them. I don't like the way they look. If it's just like a classic pick, kind of like Easter colors, I don't like that stuff. I'd much rather have bold, like jewel tones, I'd say, in general. Yeah. They look more exciting to me than like, oh, we just took green and we toned it down to 5%. I'm like, oh, well, why would you want that? Because then we got 95% extra green to use somewhere else later on. I'm okay. I'm okay. That's interesting you brought, bring up crayons. This I, I this made me think, and, and this is a little off topic, but sort of on. I never really had the 96 crayon box. Oof. Is it 96? 64? I don't know what it is now. It was, 64 was like the classic when we were in school. It had the sharpener in the back. It was like... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 64. Whatever, yeah. Whichever one had gold, silver, copper... It got, yeah, those had to, I think they got bigger after that. I, I never had that. Mm-hmm. I never had that growing up. I had this. I had a smaller, and I I just remember like big deal looking at that like any friends in class. Well, any anyone in class, it didn't matter if I was friends with them or not. If they had that crayon box, I was like, man, 
It was so big. It was Look like, I, I don't know if we can, can, like, if you're not from our generation, we're like cusp generation X, almost Y. But like that, that being said, I'll tell you what, that, that crayon box was like, yeah. that was how you were a big shot in elementary school. It was like, oh, you have 64? Yeah. Cool. Like you've got, got money or like, it's like that kind of a, it was a big deal. Whatever the generation, whatever the, the time frame, we were kids when that box came out it wasn't like it had been around it was sure. it was the new like poosh, now we have all these other colors also yes and what i'm interested about especially with this question of what's your least favorite color it'd be difficult to do this with people who are listening to this now but to like to have a box of 64 colors give it to ran a random selection of people and just say mm -hmm. open it and say which what stands out to you so that it's like not positive not negative but it's like, for me, if I opened that thing, I'd be like, I love silver, gold, and copper. Oh, it wouldn't you... be like, I open it and be like, ugh, pastels. Uh, uh, like... Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would probably wouldn't hate it. But I, yeah, those things were so magical. And I I don't even know if I would like this, the metallics now, because it would, they don't draw a secret to someone that did have the 64 box, which I did. Mm hmm the the silk the metallics I always like felt so precious about because I was like afraid I'd waste them so I would be very very uh, like I I draw with everything else and then I get to gold and be like oh I don't know there was like a pewter and there was a silver and there was a gold and I remember being like I shouldn't use this and then when I would go to use it it's like over waxed it's waxier than the other ones mm. it doesn't draw as well so you'd be like oh I don't even know why I why did I hold on to this so long which Just is a really nice looks... allegory for life of like why am I saving this thing when I yeah. could just use it? You know, it was an interesting little lesson. That being said, I can see why you'd be drawn to them because in the box, they look like magic for sure. For sure. Yeah. They definitely are like the, the sparkly, yeah. sparkling diamond they sure were. in the rough. I had an answer for this question until you brought up the brilliant concept of it depends on what it is. Like I hate, if I'm speaking as you, I hate a pastel blue crayon, but I love a pastel blue sky. I, I like, where is the color? What is on the color? Yeah. For me, crayon wise, it's the things that like lurk in the realm of diarrhea, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like a terrible oh. green and a, and a, a too light, a too <laughs> light brown. That's not like tan. Oh, I know that brown. I know the enough. brown you're talking about. Yeah. And and that that green color that you're talking about, that like PUC, like sort yeah. of like it's not yeah, it's not good. It look it looks like baby baby poop. Like if it's like peas. If I was designing camouflage clothes. Yeah, they'd be fine. Gotta get those, man. And to be honest, like I'll tell you what, as a person with brown eyes and as I can only imagine a BIPOC person might feel like seeing your color of eyes in the box is a really big deal. So like when I would get like I have a very, very dark, almost black like eyes. But when the but when the sun shines on them, they like sparkle like copper. Oh, OK. <laughs> in a room, they yell. And we we did. We got a ton, a ton of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but the. <laughs> But the uh, the brown in the box was like, okay, like, I'm glad there's a brown because I, I remember as a kid just being like, so wanting blue eyes so bad or like green eyes because it was like, seen as cool. And now I really like my eyes. But when I was a kid, I was, you know, I, I again, I can only imagine like people that feel like underrepresented or like not the status quo of like, 
super white Aryan, <laughs> like blondy blue eyes. It's just like, yeah, that, that those colors definitely need to be in the box. And some browns in the box are definitely better than others. You're right. There's like a brown yeah. in the box. that's like kind of a, it looks like they gave up. It's like a, a tan. It's like kind of white people skin tone. It it, like yeah. There. There's like a beige. There's like a, there's like if, if it leans green if it's a brown that leans green or yellow no thanks but like the green uh, one is tough i, I like I know what you're talking about i like burnt umber yeah burnt umber is good that's a good one yeah that's a good one that looks kind of coppery hey here's a i, I have a question for for the listener if you have a significant other that you've been living with during these times i need to know if this happens to you tara's eyes are uh are dark brown with a, they're a beautiful copper and the sun shines oh on them in the light oh boy. and mine are stone gray they really are they're like pebbles they're like they're like my they're really eyes cool. <laughs> i was gonna talk about it like the same voice <laughs> you start talking about your own my eyes, eyes are like a, a, a river pebble oh you should see them shimmering in the water i could stare but i'm curious if this has happened to you and maybe you, you won't even realize it until i just until you listen to this right now, I sometimes forget that my eyes are the color they are because I see Tara's eyes more than I see mine. Right now, with, with as much as I'm home, there's no need for me to look in a mirror as much. So I'm definitely looking at Tara's face way more than I'm looking at mine to the point where sometimes I forget. Like uh, the other day, she commented on my eyes mm. and that I had to be like, oh yeah, mine aren't your color. <laughs> we've transformed into one human that has very different opinions on things. I think that that's, <laughs> uh, we are one human with different ideas. We are a chimera of different ideas. I, I, I do think that's true. That, that must be like a kind of dysphoria. And I do feel that but I, there's been moments where I've been with Rance and I've looked at him and I've forgotten. He's not me. That's even bigger than I feel like. <laughs> Whoops. like I forget that we're not the same person, like sharing one, one experience. Yeah. And that's a whole different level of dysphoria, but it's gotta be a thing, right? Where you like, look at someone's face so much. You think my face is like their face. And it's like, no, it's not, it's not at all. It's yeah. not like that at all. But it's, I wonder if that's happening more to people that are quarantined together. Like we are. Yeah. Hold hey, on. another, another fun fact for the, for the uh, people with significant others out there especially if you're like the people last one I, they're living with too friends and, and yeah anyone yeah. anyone that you're with yeah, yeah yeah the the last one you know w works if you have a different eye color like if you have the same eye color as the other person you're with you probably don't feel this <laughs> yeah but this one also that uh that i just discovered on the old internet um take your phone camera and if oh. you're at different heights as tara and i are yes very much are like take some video of your the other person you're with uh standing and talking from your vantage point so you can see like i did it i started doing it because i was like oh this will be this will be interesting for tara to see mm -hmm. what she looks like from my vantage point up here but then i did it from hers too and i was like geez man because she's like all cute and looking up and like hi and then i'm like looming ogre <laughs> over the top of her <laughs> There's been times when you're not an ogre, but Rance is a giant. He is like definitely a giant. He's like almost six five. Just for anyone that doesn't met 
rants in real time. And I'm about almost five, six. I'm like a little over five, five. So I'm not super short, but in comparison, I'm a foot shorter than rants. So like it is a, a, a disparity. Let's call it that. But it yeah. is funny. Like when rant stands over me, sometimes like at my desk, I have to be like, Hey, can you not do that? And he's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, cause it, it's like triggering me. It makes me feel like someone's like about to attack me. Like I have like a kind of a cavey desk where my in, the desk is inset so when he leans over me it's like a giant a giant like kind of like walling you in and he doesn't it wouldn't occur to him i don't mean like it doesn't matter to you it does matter to you but it wouldn't occur to you because you're kind of like yeah i'm just leaning but it basically closes a wall off from where i am so it's like it's giant he's two giant. times two times out of three you're right like <laughs> I'm about I was about to attack and you caught me just right at the right oh, moment. Oh man. Well this is part of it then. <laughs> but it's 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 not out of anger, it's to keep our senses sharp. Like Got it. uh like Inspector Clouseau. Got it. Thank you for training me. Yes. Thank you for training me. Yeah. I'll remember that next time. So I guess I guess For crayons. <laughs> yeah, for this cut over like I love the threads we're going off on. I, I'd say mine's like like diarrhea brownish colors and yours are pastels yeah pastels for sure i again i i don't think this is i think that context is everything yeah and would i think that um yeah would i think that like a nice soft pink in the sky wouldn't be the most gorgeous thing you better believe i would so but do i want it as a do i want it as a cardigan definitely not like mm -hmm. i don't i don't want that i don't want pastels on my body Although I do think it's cool when um, male identifying humans tend to wear pastels to kind of like break toxic masculinity stuff. So like, it just depends. It yeah. all depends, right? It all depends. But that would be my go-to. If I'm looking at a crayon box, I'd say pastels. And diarrhea for me. Yeah, you also specifically said that diarrhea color that's like green, which I think is like yeah. a very important part to note. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, so we can basically affirm that color is rough. I don't know when that color would ever be like, yeah, this color. I'll tell you when it would be. In the 60s for kitchen counters. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it makes me think of. I remember going to, totally. when I was a kid, going to like some store. Yes. That had like, that was like a hardware store, maybe a, a Home Depot type store, but this is, this was more specialized back. Just back FYI, France isn't from the 60s, but we're just saying that for context. Yeah. But they still had yeah, they would have these tiles. I, I feel like my parents were like resourceful. I wouldn't say we were poor, but I wouldn't say we had a lot of money. Yeah. And one of the toys that toys we had to play with finger quotes was <laughs> a set of like linoleum samples. I think when we, we did too, I think when we moved into oh. we moved into a, a new house when I was five. And I wonder if my dad like got someone gave him a set of samples yeah, for to sure. do the countertops. For and sure. we just had these tiles that we'd play with. And one of those tiles was that green, that green color that was like back in this, back in the sixties when it was like, what should we do? We're going to do either green or orange or yellow. Yeah. Like, or that, yeah that, that avocado green specifically. It's like, yeah. you know, it's probably a little bit of a comeback, but it's yeah. Yeah. not, not green, like emerald green, but green, like somewhere in between avocado, olive, drab, diarrhea. And I think it was just like we were talking about in our last episode with candy. I think it was just because we haven't been able to make counters this color yet. And we just got the technology. So everyone was like, what? Orange? Was very, that was like a very mod color though. I mean, like yeah. everything was so like mod squatted out right then that that was probably like really big deal. 
yeah. people to be like, holy cow, we can make a kitchen like this. And it was a big deal. I love Rance that you said, if they gave us something to play with and you put mm-hmm. it in quotes on the screen, that's totally right. Like him made it sound like you had like a corn husk doll that was like, oh, they gave us the yeah. best hoop and stick to just mill around the old house with. Oddly enough, one of the better toys I had was this thing, <laughs> like, not even to say like I got I had some good good toys, but like for whatever reason, this yeah you know those beaded chains like that you like would find yes. on a ceiling fan yes. just like one of those with a bunch of tiles with holes through it, and they didn't need them for anything, so we could we could draw on them if we wanted. We could take them off the chain and use them as like playing cards. It's like your my imagination was was king with these silly little tiles. I'll tell you what, that was a big deal. And I, you know what, we have the same experience, strangely enough, because my father was, my dad was a architect and builder. Yeah. So we had everything and you wouldn't think that stuff would be fun, but as a kid, it ruled to be like, we're going to the hardware store. You can play with all the fans. You can ring all the di- the doorbells. That was a big hit for me. But like I'd go to the doorbell aisle and like ring all the doorbells and it'd be <laughs> so fun. Like so fun and so exciting. That the was bell of the store. Oh, look at that kid. Look at that kid just having the time of her life. Like, and we had all those scraps, like all those materials, carpet, tile, like all those, all those things in our house. And it was so fun. So stupid that it was fun, but that's fun. I guess that's fun. I have a like a, a vision right now of since your dad probably went there a lot, he probably had like a connection or two with some people. Yeah. And I have a feeling that like he'd be like talking with someone to get some supplies for something and you'd go running down the <laughs> running down the doorbell <laughs> aisle. And he'd I just I just for whatever reason hope that he had this sort of like joke with he'd be like talking to some customer rep and be like hey, have you guys seen my daughter? Like, just like some line that like he'd say every time that it'd be like, dong, dong, ding, 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 dong, dong, dong. Like, everything's going on. Yeah, totally, totally. Anyone know what my daughter is? (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely me. Look, if you're not having a little fun in a central hardware, then what are you doing with your life? Yeah. You know, what are you doing? Nothing is what you're doing. Get in there and play with those doorbells. Thank you. All this to say, pastels suck. Yep, so does diarrhea. Whoops. In real life. But all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is definitely clocking in as the most times we've said diarrhea. Tara, I would love to know what the next debatable is. That was a nice soft that was a nice soft question and I boy, I just enjoy going down all those threads with you. The, the... Yeah, me too. That's my favorite part of uh our show. Our, uh, I, uh, I, uh, 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 I explode into feathers. You know what that was? Diarrhea of the mouth. No, don't say it anymore. Another kind of diarrhea. Ugh. <sighs> And the award for saying diarrhea most Stop times it. in an episode. <laughs> hey, if we're going on to debatable number two, let me know. I'm debatable ready. number two. From Katie Jean. Okay. In Angola, New York. Oh. I'm excited about this one. Okay, what is it? If you were half dog, half human, oh. which dog parts would you most want to keep on your human self? Half dog, half human. Which dog parts would you most want to keep 
on your human self. So let's go through. Uh, Rance and I have had some really fun discussions like this in the past with many, many friends, uh, believe it or not, way back. This is like way back when we used to do uh, make up a superheroes sort of things that we can go down oh, another episode. Those, <laughs> another those episode. were the days. Yeah, those are the days. However, this is kind of similar. So we're going to take the best qualities or the ones we love the most about dogs. Yeah. We're going to try to infuse them on a human body. This is not us turning into a dog, but it's a, do- a human that has aspects of dogness to them. Here's a here's a, an interesting layer that's already in my head, too, is after we say the things that we like, what else are we also taking to make sure that it's half? Like for me, the things I like would only make up about 20%. So I'd have to pick 30% of dog, dogness that are just dogs. I don't think that's what he means. That's the way I'm taking it. Oh, boy. <laughs> half dog, half human. Which dog parts would you most want on your human self? Yep. So we got to start strong here, which is let's identify the things of a dog that we like, which is everything, mostly, except for, like, glands. So, like, generally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if we were just, like. Top of my list that I'd keep, anal glands. No! (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Happy weekend. Uh, This is the the thing. I think that, honestly, I kind of like the tail. And I I can't believe I'm just going for tail right away. But it's it's a winner to me because I I think it's so wonderful that dogs let you know how they feel all the time. I mean, is that practical for a human? No. Is it the most fun? Definitely. I'm strangely for me with you on the tail and i don't even know why i just think it'd be fun if i if i'm gonna be it'd be fun but if you remember back i do in the old unicorn horn horse tail i would i was very con tail you were super anti-tail maybe I, i could picture a dog tail being more manageable than a horse tail it's episode four, by the way, in case you're wondering what episode that is, if you want to go back. That was unicorn horn or horse tail. Yes. And I picked horse tail and Rance picked unicorn horn. It was a real, we had a real staunch debate about it. So staunch. that being said, why is a dog tail better? I don't know. I, I agree I though. Know. It is better. I mean, I think that the downside of dog tail is that if you're not excited to see someone, it's going to show all the time. <laughs> Uh, or if like if you feel shame it's going to be so tucked under you yeah in the worst way you'd have to be at a point in your life where you're just kind of like okay with okay with your emotional choices and yeah you'd have to be who you are like like i i don't think i'm any in any situations where i gotta be like tough yeah like that's for like like hey what's what's your problem nothing I'll take you down. And my tail was like curled under my butt. <laughs> no, you've got to be like living out loud, authentic self. Don't care who sees you. Yeah. This, this is your time to shine with this tail because you can't hide. You just can't hide. And you know, what's beautiful about it is like, if you're, if you're going to like a reunion with your friends or you're like your partner's coming home from work and you're just like excited to see them and yeah. your tail's like, Oh, hi, you're here. You're here. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> Wow, we get to hang out? Like, that would be the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah. I am also, like, classically what we call resting murder face, where my, my face doesn't convey the emotions I'm having. So I think part of the reason I'd want it, because I, I think, like, this would, like, it's hard to have resting murder tail. You can't. Yeah. So it'd be like, this would, this would, my face would be like, hey, uh, 
how's it going today's I, I really like today and you're like i don't buy it but if i'm like hey I, how's it going i really like today then you're like oh okay i'll buy it here's what we're saying i think we're driving at the idea that this isn't something you pick necessarily it's something that you actually need Rance actually yeah. needs a tail. He needs a tail for people to be like, oh, that's fun. Look at him go. Yeah, this is this is like a semi-nice thing for me, but a definite like necessity. A definite necessity. Yeah. I, and, I, and I don't know that everyone would necessarily choose this, but I'm definitely pro tail. Yeah. Pro tail would be fun. It would be a it would be a real ball. People would have a great time watching you walk into spaces and be excited by everything you did. I also, I guess what's different here is you don't necessarily have a dog's disposition because you have a dog's tail, you have a human's disposition. So maybe what we need to change here is the mental of what dogs have, which is the disposition of like, everything is exciting. Everything is in a, uh, uh, like maybe it's an innate thing that a dog mm. has, which is they're mostly super present, which is a major advantage of dogs. Yeah. They're wildly present. Whatever's happening right now is wonderful. Yes. Or it's, it's where they are. And I think we have a lot to learn from dogs in that regard. There's probably other animals that are the same in the presence category, but dogs are mwah, chef's kiss, perfectly present all the time. Yes. They're just 100%. They're not like having, you know, regret and they're not like thinking forward unless it's about dinner. That's actually oddly part of the hypnosis training that I took was one of the, one of the things about like helping people deal with anxiety and stuff is this idea of your dog doesn't have too much to do today. Like oh, if, you, if you're like, oh, I got to get my work done, but there's too much. I can't keep up. It's like our dogs, Clark and Addison are never like, Ugh, I've, I, oh, I, ha I have too much to do. I have a project. My project is moving that ball to the other side of the room. Ugh. Yeah. It's not like anxiety riddled, right? Yeah. No, there's none of that. And if there is anxiety in dogs, it seems like it's about like a storm or you know, noise. Yeah. it's like things that are still happening right now, which is at least an admirable quality. So I vote, I vote definitely like dog disposition or presence, which is not a body part. I don't know if it says body part. It says dog parts. So I still am in the right realm here. Yeah. For me, it's presence and a, and a tail. I, I would take 50% of the presence because I wouldn't want to go so far as to be like, there's a UPS driver. There's a thunderstorm. Yes. Like we don't want to be so present that we're not able to plan and we don't want to be so present that we're always hyper tuned into every moment where we can't think about anything else reflection wise. Yes. Right. So that's, that's a good, well stated. And that's got to be the majority of the percentage here in the ticking of the 50%. And I'm wondering if I would be like, I'm trying to think about dog ears. I'm thinking about dog ears because they can hear so far away. They can also smell, but I don't think I'd want to smell that far. You were saying ears or years, like seven years. Years, of, no, of no, dog. ears. Ears, dog ears. Ears, meaning like they can hear a long distance away and they can hear very, very like different things than we can hear. Yeah. But they can also smell things far away and smell different things than we can smell. So I'm, I think that I would choose hearing over smell. Hmm. Because smell seems horrible. Like just because they can smell things doesn't mean <laughs> they want to be. They can just smell specific. True. Yeah. I think I would take a, a an entire dog head. Like I would take everything. Full head? Yeah. I would Can have full talk. I would have the ears. Oh, I didn't think about talking. Like do you have your vocal cords? I assume you do. I have my vocal cords, but I have a dog mouth, so it might be hilarious to hear me I... like try and say words. But I, I'm okay with that. I'd love to just yell and bark at stuff. 
I'd like the ears for what you say, dog hearing. And I, I like that they can like adjust, like they can look straight ahead, but be listening behind them. <laughs> uh, oh, like doink, when yeah. they like point backwards and you're talking to them, but they're clearly not listening to you. They're yeah, listening. like our dogs specifically, if they're whining at something out the window <laughs> and we tell them to stop and tell them to look at us, they'll turn and look at us, but their ears will be pointed way back to whatever they were whining at. It's so defiant and so funny because yeah. it's like clear that they're like, I am looking at you, but they're not listening at all. It's very funny. I would assume that if I had all these dog halfnesses that I would have had them since birth. Who knows? That's my, that's me. I do. I had it since birth. <laughs> and I would assume that sense of smell would be like, like, it's rare that you see our dogs be like, ugh, something stinks. They're usually like interested, 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 except for citrus. And even then, they're still like, they get by it fast. They still want to play with it. Yeah. yeah. They still want to mess with it. And then the teeth. Oh, yeah, man. Give me that. Give me that dog mouth of just like, gah. You want those teeth? Yeah. Why? So I can chomp things, man. But they're like, they're always like, you have to like brush them and they're like Johnny, like tartar. Yeah, but here's the thing human hands so you think you can take a regular giant toothbrush uh, made for a human a giant human and brush your own dog teeth <laughs> a regular made for a regular giant human. well because the mouth would be bigger it'd be like a comedy a comedy toothbrush you know what i mean it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be have like to be yeah it wouldn't be like an oral b standard human mouth toothbrush it'd be like like when babies have, or like when toddlers have toothbrushes it's like one bristle so when you get to adult you have a bigger head on the toothbrush so if you're a dog mouth they're gonna be like definitely bigger no you don't have to keep going bigger as you're as you like yes huh because your human head is bigger than a dog's head so like you're gonna have a human sized head with a dog's face slash teeth on it so it's gonna be a lot of like really big it's gonna be like a beetlejuice head i think you're picturing our dogs scaled up to my head size where i'm yeah. thinking like like my head is the same as like a Newfoundland or a uh, St. Right. Bernard, but they don't have like, they don't have like comically giant Pee Wee Herman style toothbrushes for, for large breed dogs. Mm. They have, they have toothbrushes that are like. But if you had our dog's heads on your body, mm -hmm. they would be slightly larger because it would look insane with your neck to have their head on your body. <laughs> I'm not talking about our dog's heads, though. I'm just talking about a dog's heads. Come on, man. Come on, man. What kind of dog head do you think you'd have? Like a wolf. You wish. You said Newfoundland, and that's probably like more like... As I thought of it, I was like, yeah, definitely wolf. That's not a dog. It's a wolf. Uh, German Shepherd. You want a German Shepherd's head? No, I want a wolf's head. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's not the question. It isn't pick the animal's head you want. It's pick a dog's head. Or you're picking a dog's head as a thing you want. Yeah. Okay, so it's a German Shepherd. Yeah, all dogs are basically stemmed from wolves, so it's the same thing. No. I don't get to be like, no. It's no. not like, would you have a cat's head? And I'm like, yeah, I'd take a panther. That's not a cat. That's not like a house cat's head. I'll allow it. Nope. <laughs> uh -oh. So, okay, so final vote, final verdict. You're saying dog's head yep. full with everything. Like you want the teeth, you want the ears, you want the smell, you want the everything. Yeah. Eyes? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't I don't know if their eyes are great. I think I would want, I would want. I think they see in black and white. Dang. Maybe I'd go, maybe I'd take 
maybe I'd take the literal 50 50 just like I did with the temperament and and be like take the the day vision of a human and the night vision of a dog but it's not a spin of the wheel like you're not like spinning and saying give me half dog head half human head and you don't get to choose which one is which you get to pick the the like you want the ears but not the eyes you want I, the, uh no. yeah 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 I want like somehow in whatever happened with this process <laughs> however yeah. however this this new me came to be okay i'm saying if there's this possibility that like some things are some actual things are half and half like i don't just have human eyes or dog eyes but my eyes ended up being both color vision and dog night vision then like i'm in but if it's if it's one or the other I probably go human eyes. I think daytime, daytime more than the nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. I definitely agree. would not want dog nails. Oh, the worst, the worst, the worst. Human no hands. Advantage. No advantage. Yeah, dog nails are the worst, and our poor little sweethearts that we have are beagle boxers, and they're so thick, and it's like it's great for running they're so fast and it's so fun to watch them like just take off and bullet around the yard or whatever but they have the thickest nails and i would never want these nails yeah. nor and i also want the dexterity so so i want human i want opposable thumbs right yeah i wouldn't mind dog legs dog legs that are strong and not atrophied from never standing on their back quarters how's that yeah like if i'm born if i'm born half human, half dog, and <laughs> learn to walk on my hind legs. And Fast. I walk ar I walk around on, but I've got like that, that more spring-loaded foot. Like I'll take dog nails on feet if I have human hands to trim them. Cause, yeah, okay. Because like 75% of the, yeah. the dog nails is that they're so like nervous about them getting trimmed. Agreed, but here's, here's the issue. Like when you, everyone out there probably has stood a dog up in their in their life i hope yeah. like that thing where it's like come on up and then you kind of like dance with them and they like put their front paws in your hands and you're like let's just dance around the kitchen or whatever and they're like cha 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 then they bite your hands and it's fun whatever yeah yeah that thing you know how they get on their back legs and they're kind of like i don't know how to use these do we yeah. have those legs that are like uh oh how do i stand this way no, like, I there's a dog online somewhere that has no front legs that has learned to like that. run around on its I've back legs dog. it's just yeah. like dogs don't 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 support all their weight on their back legs because they don't have to. They have four. But I'm saying I'm half human, half dog. I'm raised to walk on two. So I, I just like toddlers learn to walk on two legs. So do I. How about this? Dog legs. Legs. I heard it at that time. Okay, good. Uh, dog legs. Oh and God. But human hips. I was just going to say, do you need to transfer out the hips? You don't think you should have dog hips? I think, I think that's part of the problem is that dog hips are designed for <laughs> they just started laughing at like we're getting too serious about the discussion of this here's, here's the problem that we're dealing with okay so now you can't just have in my research i've seen that uh like animals that are on all fours their hips and shoulder blades are designed for the way that they run. And if you try to stand them up, the shoulder blades are like too, if you were to compare it to human, it'd be like our shoulders are way too forward. Right. But it's because of where gravity is hitting this, the skeleton. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I would take dog legs, legs, 
at the deficit of uh, dog toenails. I would take human hips. I would take human arms. I would take dog tail. I would take uh, dog head. Whatever closest, uh, like a very domesticated wolf, and uh, <laughs> and and human eyes, and then like probably like dog nips. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Ooh, it's my kink. I got, got dog nips. I got six. Ooh, I've been waiting. Ooh, I got dog nips. Oh God, sign mama up. I don't, I don't know. I got six nips. <laughs> oh, Total Recall. Is that what it is? Three. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm almost. I think I'm almost 100 in step with you. Truly, I think it's like yeah, dog legs would be cool. Dog, whatever. Dog, <laughs> human hips. Dog legs, whatever. We decided about whatever stu- sturdily supports that. Definite tail. Definite presence. For me, it's about the innate sense of what dogs are. Yeah how they operate probably 50% of that for yeah. sure. It'd be a lot easier to like lock in load and uh, how we interact with the humans and treat them well. Cause it's yeah. just like always like, yay, great. Let's figure this out. I'm not going to, I'm going to let my worries go. It's like all the things we try to do in meditation and practice is probably already what a dog is. Yeah. And I might, yeah, I might have a dog head. I think a dog head would be cute. I think it'd be really cute. I don't know if people would take you seriously in the business world. <laughs> okay. Also imagine you this. You up for a meeting and you have a dog head. I don't know how people would really go for that. I think for these scenarios, we have to let go of the idea that we're the only ones. Because every one of these, any one of these questions is always like, well, what about you'd be captured by scientists and be experimented on? Like, Isn't that like, isn't it fun to think? Well, yeah, in, in a world where everyone can pick a la carte what parts of whatever they are, then sure, yeah. it's normalized. Kind of like BoJack Horseman. Everyone I was just like, going to say that. Yeah, like maybe everyone has these like qualities in themselves that look human or horse or whatever it might be. That could be. But also don't forget, like sometimes when we have questions like these, like the, uh, like, could you live in an olive garden question we had in episode, whatever that was, 10 maybe. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, because I'm making tons of money being the famous person that lives at Olive Garden. That's your famous. It does matter. It just depends. But I think you're right. In this world, probably people are a la carte choosing what animals they can have. Let me, let me ask you this and let's make this, let's make this a, you can't 50, 50, you have to choose, you, uh, you can't have a mix. You you have to choose all or nothing. Okay. So we have all these dog features yeah. that we've chosen. Yeah. Except for none of the, uh, this applies to all of the features, whether we chose a uh, human or dog. Mm-hmm. You have to have all fur or no fur. So like if no fur, you'd have hair where humans would have hair. Can I choose the kind of dog it is? Yeah. Because if, it, for instance, if I could have all fur and I'm like a beagle okay. or something like that, where the fur is like fairly short, close cropped, I think I would be okay with all fur. I think I, I don't think I want all fur if I'm like an Afghan or like the, the, like a, a dog that's like a lasso opso. Is that what they, the, the ones that have like that big mane? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they look like, like they have like a woman's wig on, basically. I wouldn't want any of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or man's, uh, but like generally someone's wig on very very long hair i don't think i'd like a long-haired dog all over like no. i think you'd be like bigfoot you know what I mean? i'm just thinking how much like our dogs are fairly short-haired yeah and their hair is 
freaking everywhere. Everywhere. And the day we clean it up is the only day that it's not there. Do we do we shed? Yeah. Okay. Some dogs don't shed. Show me that dog. <laughs> I mean, there are dogs that are like Prove red and not shed, right? If we get like a labradoodle, they're not they don't shed. I definitely have been around dogs that don't shed or they're like hyperallergenic dogs and they they definitely shed way less. Yeah. I'm saying you have fur and I'm saying you get like you get dressed assuming a, 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 again a Bojack Horseman world. <laughs> and as usual. But you come home and you take your clothes off and it's just like I'm like <laughs> The fur that's been trapped under your oh, trapped under your clothes, suit? yeah, blasts oh, up. Piff. If you haven't seen a video of someone pretending that a cattail, like the plant, is oh, a okay. is a hot dog on a stick and they bite into it, it just like explodes. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and go look up cattails right now. Watch someone bite into one, and it explodes into so many pieces of fur. It's insane. It looks like ten times the amount of stuff that's actually there. Yeah, it's like compacted. That's why it's wild. <laughs> and people are out there just doing, doing their TikToks, biting into uh, cattails and they're yep. just exploding. They're exploding in their mouths and they're like, Gah! like they're, why are these? <laughs> yeah, there it is. So yeah, my, again, back to the original question. Yeah. Dog tail, dog presence, maybe dog head, maybe dog legs. Dog tail, half dog presence, wolf head. <laughs> do it. Human eyes or human color dog night vision got it yes fair, fair dog fair, legs fair. and I, I i'd go i'd go fur just because picturing a skin only german shepherd face with a head of hair is insane to me horrible horrible i can't even picture that in a world of like this is the normal for everyone yeah it's a like, bald dog is way worse than a bald person like bald people look fine and great i mean like, like a, a hairless person would look fine yeah yeah. But like picture a hairless dog, but with a head of hair. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, like a buzz cut? No thanks. No, no just thanks. like picture my haircut on it, and but I have a dog face and my whole face is skin. No. I yeah, it's it. insane. Okay, cool. That was great. So if anyone out there is a, a, a fan of It's Not a Show, number one, thank you. We love oh, you. Number you. two, if you are great at fan art, we would love to see a constructed version of what we just said, which is pretty much the same. We're voting dog legs, dog, dog legs, human hips, <laughs> dog, dog tail, head, dog, dog tail, dog head, various dogs for us. I think I would choose more, uh, something more like renowned as like approachable, like big eyed. So people would be like, oh, like it's so, it's so approachable. And yeah, like people vision. But yeah, if you can make this drawing for us, I'd be oh, happy to see we'd it. We'd love it. Oh my gosh. We've gotten a couple drawings from one of our fans and Oh my god. It's the, most, it. the funniest thing in the world. The funniest thing. So thank you for that. And I think that wraps us up on the second debatable. Yeah. Ooh. Wasn't it a spooky episode, Tara? No, zero percent. Oh zero percent. I guess there's no problem with thirteen after all. Oh and a piano just falls on both of us. Cut to cut to like later today and I'm like, it won't upload. I can't get this thing to get online. <laughs> Oh, no. What's going on? Yeah, let's go do some 13 research. I'm curious now. I know mm. it's like the woman's number. I want to know more about it. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for joining us yet. Hey, if, you, if you haven't subscribed, please do. It's not a show.com has all of our episodes in our in our streaming thing at the bottom of the website. However, you can go ahead and 
subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. We're everywhere, man. Just just look it up, man. What if yeah, it's Yeah, man. Hey, here how about this? If you use a thing that you think is fairly popular and we're not on there, give us a little message on it's not a show.com so we can find out. Thank you for making our podcast a top-rated podcast, and thank you for keeping it in a, a beautiful high rank on the Comedy Improv podcast all over the United States and Canada and the UK. It's really cool to see how many people are listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. If you want to submit a debatable, go to itsnotashow.com. If you want to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, we sure would appreciate it because it, it helps a lot, and we love it. Thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to everybody listening. We love you, we love you, we love you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you Oh, I ran into this mirror and it shattered. No! <laughs>